Welcome to episode 31 of the Hair Chair Boss podcast. If you're like a lot of people, when you strive to create work-life balance, you may go about it trying to spread yourself or share yourself equally between the many responsibilities you have like work and family and pets and social life and exercise. And then, of course, there's the miscellaneous yet important and necessary things that need to get done in life. And if you're honest with yourself, even though you strive to take care of yourself and exercise and eat healthy and whatnot, those things like exercise and self-care don't usually get into the balancing act at all because it's challenging enough trying to balance work and family because those are typically your top priorities in your life. And then you're just trying to tend to the daily grind. I get it. But there are huge negative consequences that you end up with, like stress and overwhelm and frustration. And it's because you just don't know how to manage it all. And instead of getting closer to having balance in your life, you end up spreading yourself thinner and thinner, feeling like you have less and less control over your life. And this is not a fun place to be, right? In today's episode, I'm going to bust the balance myth and instead give you some realistic tips, some great insights that will help you take better care of your business, the important people in your life, including your fur babies, and most importantly, yourself. If you're ready to get off the overwhelmed track of too much to do and not enough time, you are going to have a sigh of relief after listening to today's episode. So stay tuned. If you're like most hairstylists, you got into this industry because you're the creative type and you love to make people look their best because you know how it makes them feel on the inside and you transition to booth rent or you aspire to because freedom is super important to you. But it seems that freedom is coming at a price and your business is not exactly where you want it to be, especially financially. You're doing social media for exposure and you're watching YouTube videos to perfect your skills, but it's not getting you enough clients in your chair. And what would contribute the absolute most to your success as a hairstylist is to first work on you from the inside out because the most important asset in your business is you. And when you take an inside out approach to the fabulous business you wanna create, you will soon discover your inner hair chair boss and finally have real sustainable lifelong wealth, happiness and abundance in your life. I'm Angelina Campos and this is the Hair Chair Boss Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I really don't know where the term work-life balance came from. And I think it's overused, quite frankly. Because when you think about balance or balancing something, don't you think of like juggling or walking on a tightrope or on a balance beam? I mean, I don't know about you, but those don't all sound so interesting and great. Well, juggling sounds kind of cool and fun. And I actually used to be a gymnast. So, you know, doing cartwheels on the balance beam and backflips on the balance beam, it gets fun 
after you learn how to balance, right? But the act of getting there, the process of getting there takes a lot of darn work. And as far as I'm concerned, finding balance in anything, but especially balance between work and family or the salon and your personal life, I mean, just going after this balance is bogus and it's hypey and it's a waste of energy. (laughs) And here's the myth buster. What you're striving for is actually not about balance. And in a few minutes, I will get to what it is about. And this is why in my coaching, I don't talk to my students and clients about balancing their life because it often feels impossible. Again, going back to just the act of balancing sounds hard. And I think there must be something in our subconscious mind that we actually have an aversion to balance. I was working with a client and just when it came time to trying to balance things in her life and in her business, everything was so out of balance. It was chaotic. And I really think that there's something in the subconscious mind, again, when we think about trying to balance, um, when we think of, when we visualize what balance entails and the process, again, to balancing, it it is hard, right? And so... It, it almost is like it has the opposite effect when we try to approach our life looking for balance and striving for balance. And when you stop to think about it, again, what comes to mind when you think about balancing anything? I mean, this is where, you know, using the word balance is a good metaphor. So if you're like a majority of people, you get the image of being cautious, of being very still, being motionless, like moving very slowly, just trying to balance things, right? And that can be stressful, even if there's a little fun involved, like, you know, playing Jenga, right? You got to balance those things. But the thing is, is what happens when things get off balance, When you're trying to balance and things get off balance, things tip over. Sometimes they break. It comes toppling down. And sometimes it's graceful and most of the time it's not. So going back to, you know, this, when you think about balance, like right now, just think about it. It is, it's being cautious and still and motionless or going very slowly. And come on, you're an entrepreneur, right? You're in business. You're a hairstylist. You don't take things slowly, right? You cannot be still. And because when you are, (laughs) you're typically not in your creative juices, right? You're not flowing. And so it's that whole sense of balance again. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, what about you? Anyway, I'm going to move on because I really want to share what has worked for me and for lots of my students and my clients. So getting back to this off balance, because there is a point where at least knowing what it feels like to be off balance is super, super important. And I'll get to that too. So again, going back to this, what happens when things do get out of balance, they come breaking down, they come toppling down, and maybe it's your health that starts to break down or your business starts to topple over or your relationships start to break apart. 
So in that respect, it is important to stay in tune with your body and your mind because it's easier to spot the symptoms of imbalance than it is to strive for balance. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's easier to spot the symptoms of imbalance when things are not working than it is to try to strive for balance. So do pay attention to your body and your mind and you know, when you're feeling not quite right. Okay, so I know that it might sound a little contradictory because I'm saying don't strive for balance, yet, yet I'm also pointing out that you want to pay attention to when you feel out of balance, again, mentally, physically, emotionally, even spiritually. But stick with me for, you know, just a few more moments. It's going to make sense. So let's go back to a misconception about balance, balancing life. Because oftentimes when you strive so hard to balance, 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 and you don't strike that balance, you think of maybe it's equal parts, like you're, you know, your family wants this certain amount of time from you, your business requires a certain amount of time from you, your clients, your own personal you know, self-care, all these things. And I've actually heard some people talk about balance as equal proportions. Like, okay, um, I need to spend equal amount of time here in this part of my life and equal amount of part, you know, equal amount of time in this part of my life. And that's not true. It's impossible, right? If you think about it, balance is not about being equal in every part of your life, that's going to fluctuate. Okay. And, but a lot of times when you get stuck and trying to balance everything, it can lead to guilt. You know, I'm not spending enough time with my family or in my business or with my, you know, my dog or my cat that's waiting at home for me. Right. <laughs> and it can lead to guilt. It can lead to frustration and stress, stress, which can also, you know, result in arguments that go nowhere. I see this over and over and over again. And before, when I was trying to strike that work-life balance, because I thought that's what I should be doing, air quote, um, it would it would result in arguments and not spending enough time here, not spending enough time there. And so what I've seen in the past, I mean, I've done this myself, so I totally get it, is that when you attempt to strike that balance, you end up spreading yourself too thin, right? Too thin between family and career, the salon, exercise, social life, taking care of your pets, you know, all the things that you are personal, personally responsible for. And you know, how many times have you felt that you are spreading yourself too thin or that others have even told you that, like, you know, you are spreading yourself too thin. And that often comes from trying to strike that proverbial balance, that big myth. And, you know, it's, it's the word. So here's, here's the juicy part. The word balance is what's throwing you off. And it goes back to that juggling act and trying to keep all the balls in the air. Even if it's fun in the beginning, it's challenging, it's something new. Eventually, it does get tiring and exhausting to keep all those balls in the air, right? And it gets stressful trying to juggle it all and it gets to you. And here's the simple solution. And you're going to feel like it is too simple. 
but it's a brain hack and it works. And I can tell you it works because I used this brain hack on myself years ago when I was the you know, high achiever, overachiever, trying to get it all done, trying to juggle all those balls, salon. You know, I was a color educator for many years. So classes, you know, my accounting practice that I had, my business coaching that I had, you know, just family, myself. You know, I live in Hawaii. So flying to the mainland, seeing my family there, like, oh my gosh. And it was exhausting. And finally one day, I don't know where it came from, but I just thought, screw this balancing bleep, 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 right? That's not what it's about. I don't need to try to balance things. What I need to do is learn to manage my life. And that is what I have found to make a huge difference. It's just simply changing the word balance to manage. And I've had a lot of my coaching clients in the past do the same thing. And it has (laughs) been a significant shift for them, for their life, their business. I mean, just everything shifted for them by changing that word. So it's an easy replacement. One word has made all the difference. And so what I do is I help my clients and my students create a plan to manage life because managing life not only sounds way more doable than balancing life, it seems to be a good way to approach the many different areas, the aspects of your life. And what I figured out to be the reason that this has been so effective is that your brain starts to go to work in a different way when you look at the areas of your life and say, okay, take a deep breath. I'm going to manage, like I'm going to manage my salon business. I'm going to manage my family. I'm going to manage my health. I'm going to manage my social life, right? You get the idea. It's looking at it just a little bit differently instead of balancing because immediately we can't help it, right? You can't, you can't take away the visual that you get of balancing, right? Again, going back, the tightrope, the juggling, the balance beam, you know, whatever it is, I'm sure something can You can create something in your mind when you even say the word balance, like right now, balance, balancing, visualize, imagine yourself, fantasize, whatever, yourself balancing on something or trying to balance something. Doesn't it seem kind of hard? So that's why, you know, your brain kind of goes in that place almost for me, I'll speak for myself and you can nod your head in agreement, um, you know, doesn't it kind of stress you out just thinking about that? For me, it kind of triggers a little bit of my anxiety when I think about that. And then when I think about managing, okay, I don't have to juggle everything, just got to manage it, right? And so again, your brain starts to go into problem solving mode and it's incredible, incredible how you will start to become more resourceful. And you know what? Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself and see what a difference it makes just changing that one word. It made all the difference for lots and lots and lots of my clients. And if it made a difference for me and it made a difference for them, by all means, it'll make a difference for you. But try it out for yourself. So let me just give you a few tips on 
what I, you know, coach my clients on. So you have some good takeaways here. So it's, it's taking a look at all the aspects of your life, right? And becoming a good manager of your life. And when you think about it, you think, when you think about being a good manager, I mean, that's kind of easy to think about. What does that entail? Because you mostly, most likely have a very good idea because if you're listening to this, you are either, you know, a manager of a salon or you're being managed by a manager or you have your own space. If you're a, a chair renter, a booth renter, you have to manage your space. If you're in a salon suite, you have to manage your space. You have to manage yourself. You have to manage your clients. You have to manage your inventory. You have to manage your back bar, right? Salon owner, the same thing. So you have experience managing. You just haven't looked at it that way. So what I want to encourage you to do is start looking at your life instead of trying to balance it. So when you think about, you know, what you've got going on, if you're already feeling the stress and the pressure of like, oh my goodness, I'm... I'm stressing out or I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed. I'm spreading myself too thin. You know, the people in my life are telling me I'm spreading myself too thin. I'm not getting enough sleep, right? Those are all the the symptoms of not being a good manager of your life. So think about that for a minute. Okay, so now I've pointed out that you have become skilled at being a manager. So now we're going to shift that. I mean, you, you're efficiently booking clients. That requires management skill. Um, you're ordering retail and your back bar products. You have to decide what time you're going to the salon, what time you have to leave your house, your apartment, whatever, what time you're going to start your day, what time you're going to end your day. And you're doing all this without really thinking that you are actually managing your day-to-day, your week, your month, right? Your family, when kids have to be picked up, when the dog has to be picked up, and so forth. That's all managing your life. And so you're already doing it. You're allocating your time, your energy, your money, and the resources that are available to you, right? You can add to this list because I know that there's a lot more that you're managing. So just take that idea and pat yourself on the back. You know, you are managing a lot of stuff already. And so you know how to do it. And now you just got to, again, just look at all the areas of your life because it's automatic for you in the salon, especially if you are you know, in charge of everything. If you're completely independent and you have to book your clients and so forth, everything that I already mentioned. So just like you get to decide how many days you're going to work in the salon, how many hours you're going to put into it, how many clients you're going to take, the formulas you're going to create, you know, all that took skill. In fact, I like to say that, you know, this, we'll call it a sense of balance, right? It's a sense of balance, but This managing, being a good manager, is at this intersection of skill and strategy and art, right? You got to be artful at it. And the art is just being creative. Like give yourself creative freedom to look at your life and see how you need to manage. What are the important areas? What are the high priority areas of your life that you know you need to get in and be a good manager of, 
right? So that's the art, being creative. There's no cookie cutter approach. And then the skill, the skill is practicing it over and over and over, right? Practicing being a good manager of your life, being a good manager of your business, of your family, of your health, right? That is the skill. You know, humans are, we do better with practice. So just also know that the skill part, just like you becoming a great cutter or colorist that required practice and your skill level, skill level increased and you got more confident, what's the same thing with, with managing your life? So that's the skill part. And then the strategy, the strategy is, you know, the, the plan that you're going to create, just like your strategy for the salon. You can have a strategy for all the other different areas of your life. And it doesn't all have to be equal. And I think that's a huge sigh of relief. And again, that big misconception. So again, it's that intersection of art, skill, and strategy. I actually use this saying in a lot of stuff that I coach and I teach because it's really important because at this intersection are lots of great things. So for today, for this topic, just know that you being a good manager is at that intersection, art, skill, and strategy. All right. Um, so again, take this to all areas of your, your life. And, you know, managing, well, okay, well, let me, let me back up just a second because I just kind of thought about the art, skill, and strategy. So I, I want to wrap that, that idea up because here's the thing. When you start to look at the areas that you have in life, you know, that it is part of your life. If you look at it, that the ideal place to be is in between this, is at the center of art, skill, and strategy, you'll be able to manage those areas. And, you know, it'll just get a lot easier and easier and take the pressure off yourself of trying to balance everything. And know that it, it requires these three. I guess that's how I want to finalize that art skill strategy piece that it just kind of randomly threw in there is that that's what it requires. And that's where you will find yourself in feeling just in a good place in the center of art, skill, and strategy. Okay, maybe I'll do another podcast on that because I so want to go into more detail, but I'll stop there. So managing... And balance do go hand in hand because once you develop your skill of managing all the areas of your life, of being a good manager of all the areas of your life, you will feel a sense of balance, right? So it's different. It's, it's when you feel a sense of balance, you'll also feel like ease and harmony. So it's more of a feeling that you're after when it comes to looking at balance in your life right? It's more of a feeling, not a doing. And I think that's where you may be getting tripped up is the doing, doing, doing. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that, you know, whatever. Really what you're trying to to get to is a feeling of harmony and of ease. And yes, a feeling of what it's like to feel balance in your life, right? Because when you think about it, if you are, you know, after practicing, like I said earlier, you practice, 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 that you'll get a sense of balance. 
you'll feel the sense of balance and it's not so hard. And, you know, when you're not managing all the areas of your life well, then things do start to topple over. And all you need to do is course correct because it's going to happen. You are human after all. And so things will start to, you know, maybe drift to the wayside. Maybe something will start to, to buckle and, and lean over or topple over or break, right? You just got to course correct. It's going to happen. And things will shift too. You know, if something shifts in your business, then, or, or when, okay, let's put it this way. Because you're practicing being a good manager of your life overall, when you keep practicing that and you have that art and the skill and the strategy that you're continuing to put into place, that area starts to become more of like a well-oiled machine. So when you are managing your salon well and you keep practicing that, right, you're, you're efficiently ordering inventory, you are efficiently booking your clients, you are efficiently, you know, whatever it is, right, fill in the blank. When you're efficient, then it all starts to run so much easier. And then you have so much less stress and tension. And then you can start to put some energy and resources into another area of your life because you can't do it all at the same time. I think that's the big thing with balance. We're trying to do it all at the same time and you can't. So pick the high priorities. Then let that one start just running, like I said, like a well-oiled machine. And then you move on to the other area of your life that needs some managing, right? That needs, that is requiring you to be a good manager of that area and practice and Put in the strategies in place. And then when that gets to be going well, okay, so let's say it's your health. Like maybe your health has been toppling down. Pay attention to your health. Be a good manager of your well-being. Does that mean c- committing to, you know, uh, eating better? Does that mean committing to working out or finding a a partner that you can, you know, walk in the parks with and so forth, whatever it is for you, become a good manager of that area of your life. And again, with practice and consistency, because that is key, and the strategy, right, the plan, then that area will start to run more like a well-oiled machine, right? Your health is going to be better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have, you know, less of this and more of that, whatever it is for you. That's what I mean by being a good manager. And then that starts to run well. And now you move on to the next area that you need to be managing. So that's what I have taught my students and working with my clients on. And it has made a huge difference. I mean, just thinking about that sounds way more doable. So you know, when you, when you get to this place of being a good manager, right? Cause you have to be that first, you have to be a good manager of yourself, your life first, you will find yourself at that intersection of that intersection of art, skill, and strategy, right? And that you'll find yourself at, you know, more ease. You will find yourself more confident, 
You'll be experiencing harmony. And here's the big one. It's feeling in control of your life overall. And when you're feeling in control of your life, I mean, that's just a game changer. Because when you're in, feeling in control of your, over your life and you have that overall feeling and sense of the balance that you're so striving for, you open yourself up for so many good things that are just waiting to fall in your lap, waiting to come your way. Because here's the thing, when you're just like this ball of stress and um, feeling out of control and overwhelm and anxiousness and all this stuff, like again, you're like this ball of it. It's, it's really hard for anything else to get in, right? And so know that when you can release all of that and you're a steward and a great manager of your life, I know I keep saying it over and over and over because repetition is the, the mother of all learning, I really want you to get this managing part. So when you get to that place, you're going to be operating, living at a different vibration, at just a different level. And it's going to be so much easier for, you know, or you're going to, I'll put it this way, you are going to allow the ease to come in. Okay. I think I want to leave it there because that feels pretty darn good. Okay, just know that when you get to this place, you are allowing your life to be easy. You are inviting your life to be easy. And really in the end, isn't that what we're all wanting? Isn't that what you're wanting? For life to be easier, more harmonious, have that sense of confidence um, and just overall well-being. All right, so that's your homework, we'll say. Um, or your just big tip. Like I said, I have clients who <laughs> who pay me lots of money to to help them shift this, and I'm giving it to you right here. So again, change that word from balance to manage have a different approach, have a different perspective, and see how that shifts for you. I would love to hear about it. So find me, leave me a review. That would be awesome, actually, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and just let me know how this shifted for you, what shifted for you, and or any other platform that you happen to be listening to this podcast on. You can find me on Facebook, Hair Chair Boss, and Instagram, Hair Chair Boss. All right, that's it. I'm done for now. I'm going to go on and manage the rest of my day. Thank you for being here. Make it a great day and keep on making the world a better looking place. Bye for now.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Hair Chair Boss podcast. And I would love to stay connected. So if you haven't already done so, please join the Hairstylist Only Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash Hair Chair Boss. And you can follow me on Instagram at Hair Chair Boss. And you can find all the podcast directories that I'm on at my website, hairchairboss.com forward slash podcast. And if Apple Podcasts is your go-to, please subscribe to this show. And I would be so honored if you left a five-star review and shared what you got most from this episode. And lastly, please share this show with other booth renter hairstylists you know, because the more successful we are as an industry, the more you will thrive as an entrepreneur. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the other side.